Welcome to Paintbrush and Ivories, the podcast for artists and curious creatives that connects creativity with the heart and soul. I'm Michelle Walker, and I'm here with my creative soul sister, Jennifer Ruth Russell. Hey, Jen. Hey, Michelle. It's always so wonderful to be here with you in this podcast. I love it. And today we've got our final episode for the year, for 2021. So by the time you're listening to this, we'll only be a week away from Christmas. And this is a really good time, I find, for pausing, reflecting, and really harvesting the gems of the year that's just gone. What about you, Jen? Is this something that you do regularly? Absolutely. It's not only the end of the year, it's the end of the season. We're leaving autumn here yeah, and moving really into full-on winter. And to me, those are the very important cosmic events to take some inventory, to celebrate, and to release. Yeah, yeah. So today we're going to be talking more about that and more about what we both do to share that in case our listeners want some inspiration about what they might do in terms of, I guess, getting all the juicy bits out of the year and feeling like they're ready to step into the new year. That's how I I think of it, this whole process for me. And the first thing for me is really starting with creating the space to do the reflection. So I need to fess up that it doesn't always happen in December. Sometimes the year is so busy and crazy, it slides into early January before I get to do this process. But in a good year, in a year that I've got a little bit of space and control over what's happening in my calendar, I do try to do this in the quiet time. Often between Christmas and New Year, there's a really lovely lull in my life don't go away often. We have friends and family around around Christmas, but then there's a sort of a few days before we might be doing something for New Year. So that's the juicy space, creating the magic. Now, I know, Jennifer, you do it around the solstice. Is that right? I do. I do. I, I think it's a wonderful opportunity to release the old and step into the new season. And I really think of, you know, the 21st of December, as a new year, as as the holy season, everything like it falls on that day for me. So it's very much a time of release and preparation and then like stepping through the portal into yeah. the new. Yeah. yeah. It's so funny because I, I just haven't anchored my life around the solstice and the equinox kind of parts of the calendar. I've always been a calendar girl and I find that really interesting because I am into the seasons, I am into the natural world, but I'm definitely a 31st of December, 1st of January kind of portal girl. So I'm, I'm curious about that and I'll just let that, I'll let that be something that maybe it will change in the future. All right, so let's dive into some of the things that we each cover in this process to see if we can share that as inspiration for anyone listening. And just so you know, you don't have to necessarily take notes if you're listening to what Jennifer and I are going to say. I will have a little workbook called Harvesting the Gems that you can get from my website. And at the end of the podcast recording, I'll let you know where you can get that. So you may just want to rest back bask in this conversation you may already be on the move walking or driving so in which case you can't be taking notes but just know that's there for you at the end that you can jump on and download and do your own process within that so let's start 
What's one of the first things that you think about in your reflection and release process? Jennifer, what's your kind of starting point for you? You know, what I usually do is scan the year. You know, sometimes I use my calendar. I usually use my calendar after I've done this process of doing a journaling process of just writing down everything I can think of, everything that's happened, everything that has been juicy and to be celebrated and also those things that aren't so juicy like um, you know there's been some deaths this year deaths of of people deaths of relationships and i write it all down i don't separate it i just let it come as a free flowing and then i love to do like an art thing around it uh, even if it's just painting over it you know over all those words allowing those words to be expressed i know the last season just painted over the whole thing. And it was such a liberating thing. Like, yes, that all happened and is all wonderful. And these are the moments of my life that I'm celebrating. And now I'm just letting them be part of the woodwork. You know, it's like, it's like almost they're part of, of the journal. The journal has already been written now. <laughs> so I love doing that. How about yeah. you? Yeah. Well, I'm probably a little more Virgo about this. So I have a, a, a section that says, <laughs> <laughs> what are the, I start with acknowledging the achievements. So what have been the things that when I look back over the year, oh, yeah, I'm proud of that. And I think about this year and I think, wow, that's going to be such a dense list because this year has been big. It's in both achievements and challenges. So I find that it's great because I do a monthly reflection process actually find that really helpful when I come to the end of the year I go back and I can be really good at forgetting some of the good stuff and that's where the discipline if you like or the process and the joy of my monthly reflections really helps me not forget really helps me grab them as those important moments go past just because life gets so busy not busy in a, a, a chaotic sense but it gets so dense and there's I find life very mm -hmm. full and rich and so it is possible to forget some of the big things so I sit yes. down and I look at well, what are the things that I find really valuable that have come through that are in what I can celebrate as achievements the things that perhaps I had wanted to do so because I do a dreaming for the year coming I go back and revisit that list and I think about Beautiful. Yeah, what are the achievements against that? What about you? Do you do a dreaming forward? I'm pretty sure you do. I love that you take a little inventory at the end of every month. That's something I'd like to incorporate. You know, that's, that's a great idea because I, like you, have a really full life. You know, I keep this mantra kind going in my, in my mind. You need to celebrate the moments. You need to celebrate what has happened. You know, and as I'm looking on my list, for this year, a lot has happened, you know, yeah. a lot has books, songs, uh, podcasts, you know, a lot has happened this year. Absolutely. And I have found this monthly one, which I've only been doing for a while, last two years or so, has really changed the, the richness of the picture that I bring to my end of year harvest and reflection. The other I thing that imagine. I really like to write down in a separate area is all the gifts that I've received. And some of them overlap with the achievements. But when I think about gifts, I think about what have been the events that have happened, 
what have been the things, sometimes they're gifts like physical gifts, and sometimes they're the people. And they may be both challenges or waybearers. You know, I, I think of people as gifts in my life, both whether they're teachers through adversity or teachers through maybe a more gentle process. So that celebrating the gifts process for me, and sometimes it's learnings, you know, it might be meeting a new teacher. So I, I really like grabbing the gifts of the people, the teachers that have come past in my, that have made a big difference in my art practice. Those that have really maybe shown me a new way or also, you know, maybe they've taught me straight technique, which I'm really grateful for. So that celebration of the gifts is people's things and and events that I really want to note in my reflection process. So I find that really a very rich aspect in a in addition to the achievements. And then I do a third a third acknowledgement circle which is about the challenges. So what have been what has been tough? What have been the things that have that I might have struggled with or those around me that rely on me might have struggled with and so it's had a sort of a ripple impact. So I'm, I'm really, you know, I do all of those three things rather than I love your idea of just doing a free form journal exercise, but I've got my little bits and I, I fill out my little bits, you know, <laughs> like my I love it. <laughs> I love it. I think it's a great process. Three areas are acknowledging, uh, celebrating what's happened, the achievements, and then the gifts, the, the people that have come in your life and the things and events, which also includes the challenges. And then the third is, is uh, deciding what you're taking forward. So the third one is really the acknowledging of the challenges. So that's a separate thing for me. So I, I love the idea that you could paint over it or use this as collage paper into an artwork. I actually like keeping these because I do read back over them, interestingly. I do touch base into some of where I was at. I find this a useful anchor to drop back into so I can feel the difference, I can feel the growth or I can feel what has no longer, you know, weighing me down. So I find it quite an interesting point. So what have been some of the things that you are going to celebrate this year, Jennifer? What are you loving 2021 for? You know, I am celebrating that... I was able to let go of an old structure in my Angels of Abundance Ascension Academy and step into a new structure. That wasn't an easy process. The channeling I'm doing with being an oracle for Mother Mary has come out of the closet, <laughs> you know, completely. Yeah. And uh, a new course was created out of that. I have really enjoyed actually my mastermind circle that you happen to be a part of and a deeper inquiry that we've gotten into that we call the pomegranate pot process. That to me has been such a true gift of, of how to come into something that's really needing to be talked about, but in a way that it's just an open door for everyone to be able to share. And I love that process a lot. My book, Empowered Prayer, came out this year. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I've had two sing yes, and, and uh, two singles, a Child of the Light and Speak, have come out. And there's a whole album right now, my light language uh, songs. I call them light, light songs, pure gold, 
that's going to be out right in the beginning of the year. So that is actually going in the tank for this year that mm -hmm. that that has been accomplished this year and doing light songs is a whole new thing that came out this year for me. This podcast started this year. Yes, paintbrush and ivory. Yeah, I just think it's fabulous. How about you? Let's hear some of your goodies. Definitely paintbrush and ivories is part of my year's celebration. I've had a year where I transformed 2020's work at the easel into two exhibitions this year. So one in back in February, March, one in August, which I was incredibly excited about. It felt lovely to be closing the circle on that creative arc. And we've talked about dancing through the creative arc on one of our earlier podcasts. And I feel that that's a really important closing process. I've done quite a lot of exploration in my creative work. I feel very, um, I feel very courageous that I can look at trying other techniques, and that feels really good. So just in the last couple of weeks, month or so, I've started exploring cold wax medium and oils, and I've just taken to it like a duck to water. So that's definitely on my list. I've been teaching quite a lot. My introduction to enameling courses with people who are interested in enamel jewellery, I've run several of those and they've all sold out. And that's been really lovely and lovely connection with a dear friend, Kylie Gartside, down at our local town who runs a beautiful jewellery teaching studio. Love Kylie. Shout out to Kylie. And she's very generously allowed me to teach from her studio space which has been a really heartwarming and fulfilling kind of high point. I think there's quite a lot of others when I think through. I've also changed my business structure and how I've been managing my art business with my consulting business, and that those changes have been really freeing for me. There has been a lot of personal achievements just in the process of honouring the farm where we live and the process of letting it go now that it's under contract for sale. And that goes through early in 2022. So February 2022, we'll be saying goodbye. So there's been some other personal achievements, but they they ripple through to my art. They make such a deal of difference in my art. And for example, it's been a process of focus for me in the celebration of the farm has been around my Mark 180 project, which is honouring and rejoicing the time that I've had here. And I've really, really enjoyed that project because lots of things have come out of it creatively. I am loving my Instagram account and how that's been growing. And I'm loving my YouTube account and the knowledge that I've been able to capture into videos and pop onto my YouTube channel and the feedback that I've got and how that sort of really both of those have been taking off. And I think that's a that's been a gift for me, that feedback and the community that I've managed to create. So lots of events, things and people, lots of, you know, top of the mountain experiences, which I'm very grateful for. And there's lots more to write, which is why I probably take about at least half a day to do this process. What about you in terms of timing, Jennifer? How long does it do you find your journaling and your free form and maybe your creative art making over the top? What sort of time do you create for that to happen? There is a fundamental difference between you and I that I need to address first. Before okay, I go. answer that question. 
<laughs> I realized I just moved house a couple of years ago, but it was a big move because we had been there for quite some time. And I came across journal after journal after journal after journal. And I had this realization, I'm a part of the 12-step program, and you do a lot of journaling. And there's advice given there that you should never go back to your journals because they are already done. And I realized that it kind of influenced me because as I look through the journal, I keep a gratitude journal and my spiritual work is journaling. And I go back and I see, I look at the journals and I see now things that I want to keep, things that are really important to keep. But most of them have been embodied within me already. And so I don't keep them as much as you do. And I think it's maybe because my journey is is very spiritual and the things that come out from them are either morning light meditations or books and songs that are recorded, right? That they have a life of their own. So they are kind of like my going back to the list, if you would, and seeing what to celebrate. But also, you know, this year has been a place of really letting go, <laughs> letting go of structures, actually, to get more. I'm definitely more in the woo-woo than I used to be, you know, and I think of the woo as wooing the divine. <laughs> and, and there is this kind of let go of structures that's happened for me. And now I can't even remember the question that you asked me. <laughs> I need to ask is it you, important? what is this 12-step program? Because not everyone listening will know. Mm. You said I'm part of the 12-step program. That. I have been part of two 12-step programs that are that all branch out of the original, which is uh, Alcoholics Anonymous. But I'm um, a member of Al-Anon, which is that beautiful counterpart to an alcoholic's life. The, the person that enables, the person that's wanting to control everything. I am, a, I am a recovering codependent. And also, I've done a lot of work around my money in Debtors Anonymous, which is a 12-step program, which really asks you to get down to the nitty-gritty of your life, your beliefs, the way you do money, keeping track of your money. And that is all journaling. That is really a process of writing it out and being super, super, super honest with yourself. And in those rooms, I have to tell you, the amount of honesty that happens in those rooms is very healing. Mm. And also, I have to step away from it some sometimes because there's a lot of looking at the, the poop the pony has made instead of, oh, there's a pony here, you know. <laughs> If you know what I mean. <laughs> I that's, a, that's a great metaphor. I love that metaphor. Uh, so the question I asked before I asked that one was, how much time do you want to set aside to do this reflection process for you? It usually takes a good half of a day. Yeah, yeah. just like you. It takes, it takes a while. I love to do it in ceremony and community. In my community, uh, we spend time every equinox and solstice really doing this process that's similar to you except I can see we need to do more celebrating but there's a release of the old and a preparation of almost an emptying out I would say the preparation is to step through the portal of the new. Mm -hmm. Stepping into the new is usually done with movement of stepping into through a labyrinth to some kind of a, a process of mm. a ritual. Mm. I love that idea. I feel like my 
my reflection process is very solo. It's usually me on the daybed with a journal note and my iPad and maybe some drawing materials, but it's very solo. And I, Mm -hmm. so the second half of what I do, so the first half is those acknowledgement circles. And the next part of it for me is the decision, decision about what is it of this that I want to take forward? So what are the gifts that I've received that I want to take forward? Or what are my own personal perhaps strengths or awarenesses that I've developed through the year that I want to take forward? And that's a very mindful and specific thought. And the other element to that is really acknowledging what do I want to leave? What stays in 2021 that I don't need to carry forward? And that might be relationships. It might be you know, and, and acknowledging those two elements, those decisions that I make about taking forward and leaving, I sometimes have to do something as a result of that. So there may be some actions that need to happen so I can feel like I am stepping forward with what I want to take. And there is nothing that is kind of trailing behind me, like a piece of toilet paper stuck in my shoe. You know, so that's really, you know, the important thing energetically for me. So it may mean I need to reach out to someone and have a conversation or I need to just at least from my position send a message of of love or sometimes it's forgiveness, sometimes it's forgiveness of myself over something that had happened. Mm -hmm. It may trigger an action. And being really mindful that there are things that we might need to do so that we can leave 2021 with an open and clear heart and really, you know, step through that portal, as you say, at whatever time of the year, whether it's the 2021st or the 31st and the the 1st. Yes, I have to acknowledge that I usually do a couple of these processes. (laughs) You know, it doesn't seem to be ending in one day and one moment. Yeah. And you know, I want to I want to clarify something too, because when we do it in community, everybody is doing their own work, and very little of that is shared really with others until we get to the end, because there's always a question like, what are you taking forward, or what is that divine idea for this year for you? What is that one word that is going to be your banner for the year? Um, and we usually share that together, but it's very individual process, but done in community. And then I will go ahead and have some more time just on my own to really go a little bit deeper. Yeah. yeah. And that process that you just spoke about, the, the word banner, I see that part as part of the next installment, which is our dreaming up of the year that's coming. That's very mm-hmm. a very central part of the next process. So I do see these in my world. They're kind of, we I do the harvesting of the year and then I create some time, another half day to do the dreaming. And folks, if you're listening, we're going to do another podcast. The episode will come out the first week in January where we will go into more of the detail of that very process that both Jennifer and I run for ourselves around dreaming up the new year. What are the things that we do that you might like to follow along with if you don't have your own process or listen to it might add to what you already do? So is there anything else that you do in the harvest, Jennifer, that you want to share? Just mindful, we've covered a lot of ground. I think one thing that I have really been doing more and more, and it's around harvesting, it's not around the big harvest of the end of the year, but it's the moments where you stop and say, oh my God, this is my life. 
Yeah. This is happening. This is really amazing. These are the moments. These are the moments I'm harvesting. This is the life I'm creating and it is good. <laughs> and yeah. taking opportunity to just pause in a moment has become a, a, a spiritual practice for me that it's really powerful. I love that you say that because there has been an opportunity for me to do that even more this year. And I think that one of the gifts for me for 2021 has been more time. I've had more space in my life. I've had more time to be self-directed and decide what I'm doing as opposed to previous years. 2020 was the beginning really of, of the space and time brought on by the pandemic. And that has continued through this year. And I've also had that additional stopping, pausing and appreciating and feeling the gratitude through the love that I have of this farm and the nature that I've been living in, in and around, you know, that that sort of has been part of my spiritual practice this year as well. But I love that we're talking about not just the one big harvest and not even the once a month harvest, but the moment to moment that there is sacred in the moment, in those small moments. That's a great concept to be thinking about. I'm going to take that from you and move it forward in my year, which next year, I know we're not there yet, but I'm, I'm going to write it down right now to have more time and spaciousness in my life. That's where I'm going next year. Thank you. Mm -mm. Lovely. All right. Well, delicious. Thank you. I'm, I'm actually very excited about doing my harvesting of the gems for this year. Now that we've talked in and around it, love, mm -hmm. love this process. I think it definitely appeals to my personality this idea of writing things down and, and drawing things out, and being being in the reflection mode. I think it's a beautiful process. I think it's a one that I'm going to start, you know, stealing a little bit here and there. Thank you so much. I gift it to you. There is no stealing involved. So if you'd like <laughs> to find the little handbook that I've done, Harvesting the Gems, please go to my website, michellewalker.com.au forward slash podcast, and I'll have it somewhere up the top near where the episodes are posted. You'll find a little Harvesting the Gems handout that you can download and you can fill it out yourself or you can use it as a basis to jump off from with your own process. So that's my gift to everyone listening for 2021. So wishing Merry Christmas, you... Holy season. Yeah, let, let's just uh, send out, I'm sending you lots of love for your Christmas celebration and your solstice celebration and all the things that you'll be doing over the next couple of weeks, Jennifer, with family and loved ones and sending all that out Thank to you. everyone listening. Yes. Blessings on the end of this year. I think we all need to just take the time to have a good finish. Yeah. Yeah. I do too. I read a great quote in my Instagram feed, which said, if you get to the end of the year having achieved nothing but at least maintained a bit of sanity, then you have achieved a lot because of, I think, <laughs> acknowledging a lot of the challenges that many people are struggling with. So on that lovely note, we say farewell for 2021. We look forward to yes. connecting back with you in 2022. We'll be back on, on air on the first Friday of January. So lots of love out to everyone. Bye for now. Bye for now.